and welcome to the Victim Slayer podcast. Journey with me as I attempt to tackle the realities of the day. If you're sick of the sugarcoating surrounding everything right now, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hey guys, how are you all doing? I hope you are good. I really hope you're good. Um, today I want to talk about spirituality and religion. I guess, uh, and mysticism, and probably a bunch of other things that I'm just gonna float on through and tie it all in with. I feel like my mind is on a journey, and I'm just really excited about it. I feel like I'm learning lots and and trying to open my mind more to things that I've been close-minded about. And uh, but also trying to keep the balance of of not opening my mind too much, that uh, there's nothing <laughs> there's uh, what's the word like you know that until your brain falls out and so trying to keep a balance but really exploring different ideas recently is what I've been doing and I just want to share some of the things I've been thinking about with you all and and yeah whoa it's so crazy like I'm just so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited and it just makes me feel alive, you know? So I wanted to share that. And so I guess I'll start off with a definition of spirituality. So apparently the Cambridge Dictionary says that spirituality is the quality that involves deep feelings and beliefs of a religious nature rather than the physical parts of life. Okay? But we also have... I wrote down different ones because obviously... Obviously people would speak about spirituality not really... Um, maybe of a religious nature but kind of separate to religion. So we've also got... That spirituality... The meaning has developed over time. So traditionally spirituality has been tied to realms of outside of the body... Um, in religious understandings. Uh, the aim of creating oneself as the image of God or connecting with the divine. Over time the meaning has widened and now includes mental aspects of life, not necessarily religious. Modern understandings, often separate from religious practices and institutions, point towards experience of a sacred dimension where deep meaning resides, external, external to the physical world. And also includes a kind of connection with oneself and that we are all as one. Um, so, what are your thoughts on spirituality? Um, it's so interesting. It's it's not something that you hear spoken about really in common talk, I guess. It, you know, it's uh, more of a sort of in the hippie realm, I guess or religious and so people who aren't kind of hippies or religious sort of don't really speak about these things uh, which is interesting and something I feel I have said this before but is that kind of what we're missing is we are very 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 um, engaged and obsessed with the physical world and with materialism and consumerism and these things um, 
are limited and to me it seems very clear that the point of life is not to <laughs> you don't find meaning from the physical world I don't believe I think I'm saying that correctly like you don't you know people nowadays as a as a form of therapy and this was actually written in uh, when I studied psychology they're talking about different types of therapy and things that make fe- people feel good and one of them was called retail therapy as I'm sure people have heard of and yes it's true it makes people feel good but you know so does heroin and it's kind of it's strange to me anyway that that what, what is strange to me let me think about this so it's not strange to me why people would do that and why that they why they feel good um because our whole society is built on consumerism and we're told that if you go and get the next thing the next outfit the next phone the next thing you're going to feel good because then you're going to be the same as everyone else and and what a thing to want you know you should be you should be like everyone else and and that there is status to be earned in things um and so you can better yourself through things no that's so clearly not true in my understanding of things is that there isn't meaning in that and that's why people endlessly buy things and consume and and don't ever their fulfillment doesn't go up with that you know it's it's <laughs> they'll be happy when they're shopping or when they come home and then it's back to not feeling like they have enough because again the fashion industry is always continuing you know there's like 7 billion seasons a year um a million different looks and you're never quite up to scratch with the the newest look in the fucking magazine or wherever the fuck you're looking and the same thing with technology you know you never there's always someone that's got the newest thing and so it's this continual rat race of things and for me I I'm really not very materialistic and that's been from quite a young age you know I've never really been interested in clothes or anything like that and for me like I see I'm not saying all the time but I try to see what's gone into the product and for me you know if you've bought some ornament or something like this it's like that was made by some I'm not necessarily saying like a child slave in some country but might have been if you're buying it from one of these cheap stores which a lot of people are and and people are doing up their houses in the in the style in their kitchen in their living room and all the time and what that is creating is this continual purchasing of cheap shit that we put in our house to go oh that looks nice but we're not seeing behind that that there's there's um people that have made that or a factory that's made that you know it's not the same as an ornament of someone that's like handmade that for you like a loved one like that i can get behind you know because that's like art and that's meaningful um but when a factory's pumping out billions of these things that you're only gonna have for a year or so and then you're gonna redo that room and you're gonna throw that out and that's gonna go 
that's going to be wasted. You know, it's going to go to a rubbish dump or some of some sort. And that whole process, um, to me, it seems that's wrong because you are contributing to waste. I don't like waste. And you're contributing to the destruction of the planet, I guess. And I'm not even really that big into, what's that called? In, like, environmentalism and, and, and stuff like that. But I do take seriously that we shouldn't waste things. And especially not things for, you know, really we should use what we need. And we all have more than we need, you know. I'm not saying that I, that I'm completely minimalistic. I use plastic and, you know, it's hard to do it as well on a budget sometimes you know everything is created with plastic and all these kind of things but it's something to take into account that really consumerism isn't good I guess is what I'm trying to say and you don't find meaning from that and so it's an endless cycle of consuming more and more and more and making also as a byproduct making the world worse um, and well yeah <laughs> I guess that's what I'm trying what was I even bloody talking about there spirituality okay so it's not where we should be looking for meaning and and what we're doing presently or a lot of us are doing in the modern world is looking for that meaning in products and it doesn't come from there it's futile and and actually bad for the physical world um i would say it's bad okay it's bad for mother nature i guess that that seems true and and so what are we missing? Why why is everyone so dissatisfied with themselves? Why do people feel the need to spend all of their money on things? What's going on? What are we missing? Those are the questions. And I feel the journey that I'm on at the moment is discovering that. And I've always felt that, but now that I'm... Um, I feel connected to God and connected to spirituality and and just just to make clear I'm not religious um I think religions are fascinating and there's loads of truth in probably all religions although I don't know all of them <laughs> I only know the kind of the big ones uh, somewhat but there seems to be truth in here that we've we've kind of forgotten in our age of atheism and secularism which is it is understandable and obviously I've been that way for 26 years so I understand why people doubt that there could be truth in religion um, because it seems that often the loudest craziest people kind of put people off the thing like for example the loudest, craziest Christians are going to make everyone think who's outside of Christianity that's a bunch of fucking loons. And the loudest, craziest hippies are going to make everyone outside of um, the things that hippies <laughs> talk about, think about, explore. They're going to think they're all a bunch of fucking loons. And the same goes for all of these things, maybe the same with veganism, maybe the same with environmentalism, maybe the same with everything. And what I'm learning is to try and see past 
the loud crazy people and discover for myself even though it's it's fine obviously it's a good <laughs> it's like a good conclusion to reach that oh well I don't want to turn out like them because they're a bam pot so I'm gonna not not go there yeah that's fair enough obviously and that seems reasonable but really what we should be doing is discovering for ourselves and going a little bit further not just going on the surface and saying well there was this one crazy Christian and they said that um there's a man in the sky and he clicked his fingers and then blah 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 and that is truth and everyone else who thinks science is good is a maniac you know and there obviously are people like that for everything and they seem to be from my perspective lost and trying really hard to cling to something and and shout and and really what they're doing is a disservice to the thing they're talking about I think in most cases um, so anyway so yeah so I think diving into these topics and discovering for ourselves what what is it why why have religions lasted so long because the perspective that everything that came before us is stupid is something that I see kind of pushed a lot in places like schools universities and mainstream kind of thinking, I guess, is that, oh, remember, oh, not sorry, remember, but um, look at fucking 50 years ago when they used insulin to reset people's systems and that was used to treat psychosis and, ah, oh, that's so stupid. Like, And we kind of focus on that. And I actually used that example specifically because that was one that was used in my university course which clearly I didn't enjoy very much um but that's because as I've said before you know schools are schools are corrupt at the moment and we're we there's a lot of information that is anti-education you know I'm not anti-education but yeah so what was I saying there um yeah got the thought back so it's it's that perspective that looking at the past is stupid and looking at the present as the smartest thing that's ever fucking lived is dangerous because you're not well one it's not balanced and by the way just to slide this in I'm working on a video right now for YouTube well not for YouTube for you guys um, that I'll post on YouTube and it's about balance and I'm really excited about it I think it's going to be good so look out for that um, that's, that's kind of exciting uh what was I and yeah so it's not a balanced perspective which is never good you know we really need to try and be balanced and that's what I'm working on so hard at the moment is to try and take what I've learned to be true and be steady in that but also be open to know that I could be wrong and and not many things I have been in the past and on many things I still will be and I need to be open so you need to remain firm and open I guess and always looking at different perspectives and how to reflect on yourself um, honestly so I'm kind of trying to do that at the moment and it's really exciting and so I think this this perspective of yeah, the past is dumb, the present is smart <laughs> I guess and it's, it's bad because then what we do is we disregard all the truths that we have learned over time and there are ancient ancient truths 
and these are the things that I think are good to root yourself in again speaking about balance is is to say that there are truths and there is an objective world and there are things that we can build a strong foundation on for example like don't lie tell the truth say what you think you know (laughs) that's all kind of the same thing but you know that seems to be a good idea and that is within so many religions um types you know and philosophies and all these ancient things that we have gathered we need to not forget that these came from the the past you know the past wasn't just stupid and we weren't all just bad and everyone wasn't just oppressed and terrible and now things are sorted you know i think that's not a good way to look at it and if we do close ourselves off to thinking that the past was dumb and that today is good then we're not really open to seeing both sides of today what's good about today and what's bad about today what have we gone wrong in in our progression and what have we what are we doing right in our progression and similarly with the past like what did we get bang on and then what did we get that's not so great and obviously i think religion's a good one to look at because the fundamentals of religions like if you look across religions why is there a shared truth in them all i mean that's just interesting is it not for one because these people were separate and they've all come to the same sort of thing which is kind of what i'm going to be touching on in the balance thing but that is interesting and and the same with philosophy and people have and and art like art in many forms as in in literature in in traditional art like paintings and stuff like that people have been talking about the same ideas for god knows how long for forever and we've been refining them and and but there are things that our subjective that we're working on and and realizing that everyone does have a different perspective and that there probably is a kernel of truth in each individual's perspective because everyone is unique and looking at it from a different point and so that is valuable but there is also objective truth and things that are in a sense there is a reality and 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 it seems to strike that balance perfectly is to have both be true at the same time which is really hard because people either lean to the left or the right and they're kind of open and creative and explorative or they are closed and structured and um orderly i guess and it's about bringing the two together and this is why i guess it is ridiculous but very easy to play politically people off of each other because it's the left versus the right and and it creates wars and people really hate each other because it's ah no i'm right no i'm right and in fact both are right and they need to be sewn together not pushed apart and um but but it's interesting isn't it you know and kind of one some people are saying objective and some people are saying subjective but both are correct and and what the hard thing to do is for every person everyone struggles with this because they lean certain ways and have certain extremes but the the way to to be the best you can be is is to keep that balance and and keep opening yourself to new things and learning and 
and realizing that you're pretty dumb and and laughing and and finding love and and what I'm finding recently is I've been watching um loads of DMT trip reports um let me get that up so so what is DMT DMT the chemical name is diome <laughs> dimethyltryptamine I think I pronounced that okay but I'm not sure um and it's a hallucinogenic drug which is similar to LSD, though its effects are more powerful, and it has been used in spiritual shamanistic rituals in South America for centuries. Um, that's all you really need to know. Um, and so I've been looking at people who have taken that and, and what, what they're saying, and then I've also been looking at ayahuasca, which I'll get up as well. Ayahuasca is a South American psychoactive brew used as a traditional spiritual medicine in ceremonies among the indigenous peoples of the Amazon basin. So the brew is commonly made out of the Banisteriopsis <laughs> Banisteriopsis Capi vine. Okay, who knows how that's pronounced but it's a big fucking long word. It's made out of plants, right? Um, vine and the Psychotria viridis shrub um, and some other ingredients. Right, so you combine two, two of these plants. One that has so ayahuasca also has DMT in it, um, and so one of the plants has the DMT in it, and then the other one that they combine allows the DMT to be taken into the system. Okay, and so that so they're both kind of. DMT and they're used for spiritual purposes. Obviously, some people will take DMT at a party like an idiot and potentially have a bad time. But what it seems is that the people who are taking it seriously and using it for spiritual exploration um, are having some incredible experiences, and that's really interesting to me. Like I'm quite an open person in in that sense you know like I think I think people should be able to like for example I think drugs should be legal is, is kind of what I'm saying there so I'm kind of open to that sort of thing and I've tried a few drugs in my time um, I've, I've tried LSD and MDMA and so and they were pretty interesting experiences although at the time that I took them, I was very mentally unstable, so so that's something. Um, and I wasn't using them properly, really. Uh, I mean, LSD we were trying to explore, but I mean, the first time was pretty good, but not too intense. And then the second time, you know, we waited three hours and nothing nothing happened, <laughs> and so took another tab, and as soon as we swallowed it, shit started to kick off, so we took too much. And... It was very interesting, but towards the end, it was really not good. And um, so, so yeah. Anyway, I'm interested in exploring, and people obviously are too. And they've been they've been using these substances to do so. And what is interesting is, oh, an MDMA or Mandy or ecstasy. Um, I've taken that as well. So that was great. Uh, what I actually found from that specifically was it's one of my favourite drugs, you know, and 
it and I'm not trying to encourage drug use here just just as a wee disclaimer you know I'm just just talking about my experience so it's all right but to be honest it was great and um what it really made me aware of and again because I I was very mentally ill when I took these drugs and there was definitely an element of just having fun and getting out my face a bit and that's not good um but what I have done since is tried to integrate what I had learned from the drugs into my life not as well as I could have done um but I have often thought like it's been years since I've taken anything like that and I do think back to like the times of experience and ecstasy and like basically if you're not taking it it just makes you feel really like your fear is gone and you don't really notice how much fear you had until you take ecstasy and there's none there and it's like holy fuck um but in such a loving way you know because a lot of other drugs you know like alcohol for instance you know the legal one it just it makes people I mean there's obviously certain levels of alcohol that are good like a few glasses of wine people are able to talk and chirpy and want to dance and feel a bit more free and that's great uh and then I guess at extremes like everything it's it's not good and people can be aggressive and very egotistical and argumentative but on ecstasy really the experience is that most people are just feel really full of love and the first time that I took a considerable amount to to get those effects um I was speaking with it was just me David and a friend and we we were sitting there and we were all (laughs) holding hands it was so cute and (laughs) which that just sounds funny I'm gonna just imagine how some of that's gonna sound to people but it was just great to actually be like that I guess because normal life is so closed off and and fearful and um, sitting in a circle holding hands is the furthest thing from what anyone's going to be doing so you know and we just felt to do that it wasn't I think I might have instigated it because I'm a big sap but you know anyway it was good and and I remember saying like quite soon after we started feeling the effects like oh everyone feels like 33 point well I actually remember I didn't know what the percentage of I said what's the percentage of of a third um and this is 33.3 and I was like I feel like everyone's 33.3 percent right now and like I can't that's the best way I can describe it is that we were sitting in this little triangle holding hands and everyone who spoke the other two were listening to that person and then when the other person spoke everyone would like intently listen to that person but want to listen to them and and it felt like everyone was equal to this undescribable feeling of that and it was just crazy because there was no you then you kind of realize that in normal life how much your ego is battling to for you to be the one to be listened to um and f- I just it's just not equal you know people aren't you, like you know in normal conversations people aren't really listening to each other i'm not saying all the time and there's people who are better at listening but there's definitely this clear distinction between those two experiences and people just want to want you know they're just waiting till you shut up till they can speak or i would be you know i'm not saying not me me definitely and 
all these things that are just so egotistical and no one's really sharing but all in that moment in that experience with that drug that was not it and there's so much love and there's so much wanting to share and be close and and to listen and and no fear you know you can say what you're thinking and and you can say it with love and it's just incredible and so for me that experience was very eye-opening to what is possible because you know obviously you can say well you're just fucking high so you know whatever it's just chemicals and whatever but to me it felt no it was actually like it's possible to because you're not like out your face i mean you could be if you take more um but you're very normal you're just full of love and no fear so you can have excellent conversations and you can connect and it's basically like what you would imagine the perfect world being you know everyone's equal genuinely and everyone genuinely cares about the other person rather than themselves and and everyone's full of love and not fear it's it's like a dream basically and so to experience that that is possible even if it's um through taking a drug really has made me think over the years since taking it that okay that is possible and and to kind of work towards that and obviously there's ways of doing that through meditation um through exercise (laughs) i don't mean exactly that but you know eradicating fear that's why i talk about exercise so much because you can gain confidence you can you can change reality by what you're doing in the physical world and i think this is again back to the balance so it's not just like let's get high on ecstasy every day because it's perfect it's like no let's use that experience to know that that is possible and then and then we have to bring that into the physical world so what does that mean okay if i want to be a more loving person how do i do that well for one i don't feel good with where i am physically maybe so i could work on that so that means actually doing what you say you're going to do and putting in an exercise plan and then doing that and then by doing that you go oh i actually i'm doing what i said i was going to do wow i never thought it was possible because i've always just fallen through on my plans before and that gives you a bit of confidence because you go oh and and what's so good about that is you learn that you were wrong you learn that your assumptions are assumptions and they're not true and you don't know everything and this is actually really important i've been thinking about this recently is this is why you need to do things that you are afraid of and this is why you need to tell the truth it's because it breaks your assumptions like there are so many assumptions that we all have that and i've personally had this that oh but if i tell them the truth this is going to happen and and so you bend the world with your lies because one well one you shouldn't do that um, because it does warp the world and we live in the world is warped right now because of a lot of lies that's clear <laughs> okay and um as i've said before i've contributed to that so you know it's just what happens i guess it's not good but we can all change all it takes is you telling the truth and that is scary yes but it, what you learn when you bloody tell the truth is that oh i didn't expect that to happen you might be right about one percent of things that you expect and you always expect the worst as well let's be reasonable the worst does not always happen (laughs) the worst happens sometimes 
and even then it's probably not the work you know anyway so what i'm saying is you don't know everything and the only way you can really know that is by actually living truthfully so if you tell the truth and you go oh no i can't do it because they're going to do this which isn't a good reason anyway because the truth should still be told um you shouldn't use your words to bend reality to suit you um that's just that's just seems to be true and so you should we should use our words to say what we think and to be honest and and then see what happens and what you'll find out is that when you see what happens you actually realize wow it's not what i expected to happen in a good way a lot of the time because we as i say we expect the worst so actually a lot of the time you're going to be nicely surprised because the worst thing that you can possibly imagine is actually very not realistic a lot of the time so that's insane what a way we can change the world instantly by just deciding from this day to tell the fucking truth wow and and to say what we think to people that we'd much rather not because it's easier you know that's that's a hard thing to do but whoa so that's the other thing not only do you tell the truth and that's how you can interact with the world but do other things that scare you like and this is where the exercise thing comes into it because i think a lot of people are they're scared i mean people are just scared aren't they and we're all scared and but we don't have to be i think this is what you can learn from from these ancient truths and from from god in in its non-religious sense at all i mean or, or the universe or whatever you want to call that higher power that is that is so seems to be there um like goodness and, and and all this oh gosh i'm getting lost um yeah what you can learn from that is that you don't have to be afraid and that good is worth striving for and so if you interact with the physical world through exercise or anything else but for this example exercise you will find out that oh i was really scared to go a run because i thought i don't know why you would be scared right there's a million reasons i don't want people to look at me and blah 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 fears that i've had um i mean i used to actually be afraid to go out for a run every time and i first started running with a friend and then when i moved back home i didn't have any friends (laughs) so i had to go out running by myself and that made me shit myself like the first time i did that i was shitting myself for so stupid reasons like people are gonna see me they're gonna judge me and all this stupid shit and um and then that goes away because then you you realize like what the fuck was i afraid of it doesn't go away instantly you know it must have taken quite a long time until i would leave the house and not feel afraid um which is just ridiculous but it was just fear and and you don't realize that you're wrong about all of that until you do it so you have to do it so you you have to do things that fucking scare you and you have to do things that are good for you that scare you you know i mean it seems simple but that's the key and and the key is also then being like humbled by the fact that you were so wrong and like oh wow people aren't laughing at me for being a fat (laughs) like breathing 
non-able to run person like people like seeing you out running because they're like good on you that's that's definitely the overwhelming response to people on a run they say hi like they do normally to people and there's a lot of encouragement out there they say fucking look that person's trying people like people who are trying which i think we forget because we're so afraid right but people like people trying so it's okay to make mistakes and this all sounds cliche but it's true actually cliches are fucking truths and that's why they're cliches it all makes sense like that's why people keep saying them because they're true but then people hear it as a cliche oh it's just cliche it's like no it's fucking truth it's actually truth and that all you need is love is actually true and right so sorry back to the dmt trip reports like the people keep saying the same things as like religion um kind of different because like, it's, it's more of the spiritual realm rather than like the you know obviously institutional things are kind of bad they get corrupt and they're bad and i think everyone can agree on that like churches and religions are far from fucking perfect but the ideas within them fundamentally not not the kind of maybe stupid like nitpicky ones you know the, the fundamental ones about be good and don't lie and and forgive others and 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 serve others like all these sort of things and do things in balance don't do things in excess all these different things are true and 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 to have love over fear this is what people are having these emt or ayahuasca which i guess is the same thing they're coming back and they're they're having these mad experiences of love and and they believe that it's real more than anything else which is really interesting and and again i'm not saying go out and take this i'm not taking this um or anything i haven't taken it but it's just interesting like if you're interested go and go and watch them i've been like crying and and just being so moved by people's experiences um i cry at everything so that means nothing but you know <laughs> i like a good cry um but it's just so moving, I don't know, to see these people. And, you know, there are people that are idiots and they're just taking it and they're, oh, that was crazy, man. And then not doing anything about it, which I think is wrong. Like, especially if you look into ayahuasca, you know, that is a, a long-standing medicine. They use it medicinally. And in the right setting, which they speak about a lot, is, you know, with the shaman to guide you through. It's not about getting off your tits. Um and make sure you're okay and also a huge step that they emphasize is integration and so so you have this like some of the retreats or i guess that's more of a the westerners going out there but if they were doing it for medicine it seemed like okay so for westerners going out there to try it because they're seeking something like this they go and a lot of them seem to be doing like seven day retreats or i don't know how long the actual retreat is but you would do like seven days i think actually of ayahuasca um maybe some other ones five maybe some other ones three maybe one i don't know but it seems to be this process and you know it's not all sunshine and rainbows that's not what people are saying but they're saying that it's showing them things it seems it's showing them things that they need to see and it's also it it seems that it's well it's breaking down the walls and people are also talking about ego death and and so what that's allowing people to do it seems is 
take away their ego so they can actually look at what they need to look at because I've experienced this firsthand and obviously this is what happens is the ego wants to protect itself and always have the idea that it is the best and and all these things which really is counterproductive towards self-development and realising the truth I guess yeah Christ realising the truth because your ego also always wants to tell you oh it's just your circumstances that's why that happened and no actually it didn't really happen because you were hurting and no actually no that didn't even happen because that person was a dick to you or all this bullshit rather than saying no actually you did something wrong here that needs to be fixed in some way or you at least need to fucking look at that truthfully and say I actually did wrong there and that is obviously a humbling process because you realise that okay I'm not as good as I thought I was and that's powerful because then we can see that we're flawed and we can work on that but it's not only that it's also people seem to be having the experience of extreme love and extreme feelings that everything is okay and that you don't have to be worrying about all the things that you're worrying about and then more so people are coming back with these experiences that we actually are all one and all these differences we have are really not so important and it's not to say that that nothing means anything and I think maybe that's what some people come back saying and they're coming back kind of like oh it's all love man and and in my opinion not balancing that with the real world and I think the balance is as far as I can see bringing that back and then integrating as they call it integration and they say that's really important so so you have the trip and then you you let's say write a list of things you need to do and that might be go home and tell people you fucking love them tell this someone you're sorry actually start that business that you wanted to do start writing that book start that creative project whatever it is right and so people are coming back and they're talking about integration and so it's it's not just let's all sit around all day and hug like yeah that would be great but we do still live in the physical world and so use these experiences as tools to make the physical world better and you, you can make then the physical world more like that spiritual world where everyone is loving and hugging you know but, but we, we can do that and these experiences seem to be telling people that you're fucking powerful you are so powerful like and this again goes back to religion god is within you and that is it seems to be true that god is within people if only they allow that if only they fucking believe in themselves and so people are coming back believing in themselves and then going on to live out their dreams because they've actually had that obviously overwhelmingly real talk to some with something higher that's that tells them everything's okay and that don't worry so much about the little things and basically all the cliches are true fucking hell um, but they've felt that deeply and, and that everything's okay and that they're like change some of these things go and work on that but then go telling them that yeah that dream that you have is that is your calling go and do that you have the power to do that stop thinking that you're not educated enough you're not worthy enough you're not confident enough people will laugh at you. all these stupid things it's it's telling people no you can do it and and that love is the answer and that we're all one and we must serve and 
that's just fascinating. Like, whatever way you take that, that is fascinating. And it does seem to be, I don't, I don't mean these drugs were the answer, but what they're telling people is true. It's the answer that we all should be working towards our unique calling and believing that we can do that because if we do that, we bring to the world what we're meant to bring to the world, which is we're not meant to be all the same in like we're meant to be unique that's why we are we all have a different perspective and a a different life and a, a different genetics and whatever and and that makes you completely fucking unique and instead of going into the world and into these schools where you're trying to be made all the same and you're trying to be made into a robot who can fucking push buttons until we get a robot to replace you no that's and that's why people aren't fucking fulfilled because why would that be fulfilling it's you are fucking unique you are so unique and don't try and get away from that go more into that go more into what is what is unique about you and then use that to help and serve other people is that not great believe you can do it and believe that love is possible and that it's real and that when you're filled up on love and this is the one point that I can connect with because I've felt that the other things don't matter and that it really is about building people up and oh goodness it's all just I mean it's exciting because I actually feel really optimistic even in a time of sheer chaotic madness and destruction and lack of freedom and you know everything that's going on is you can definitely look at things in a pessimistic way it's so easy to but it just what I think the thing to ask yourself is if you're in that mindset which I have absolutely been in and still struggle with when I hear some crazy bit of news or whatever um is ask yourself which one is more useful the mindset of optimism or the mindset of pessimism and I don't I really do not mean this in a sense of turn off your mind like don't be blind I'm I'm not saying walk around and say that what you're seeing which is clearly bonkers and not true and all these things I'm not saying go around and say that's great and that that's good like still this is again the balance of the being firm but being open so still seek the truth and and know the truth but find the good and most importantly it matters again what you do so much because if you go out if you decide today like that's it I'm fucking done with being negative I'm done with thinking all these hateful thoughts and and whatever it is that's kind of negative and it's consuming you and I'm fucking done with looking at the past and I'm done of holding on to these grudges of people that have wronged me and who have hurt me and they have actually hurt you I'm not questioning that people have hurt you and that it was wrong and the truth of that is still all true but get rid of it be done with it fucking let it go and decide and that will be a daily decision you know that's it's, it's, you can't just do that once and then it's gone so I understand that but if you decide today to let that go and be full of love find ways to practice it there's fucking many things out there ways to focus on love and on compassion and kindness and wisdom and you can do that and if you do that you become better and oh my god 
if you strive for better, right, let's just imagine this out, right, you strive to be good and you strive to, instead of when someone pisses you off and says something fucking moronic, instead of snapping at them and like letting out all the fucking pent up annoyance, which this is very personal to me, (laughs) because people can be morons, right, and they can really set you off with their stupid words, okay? (laughs) But instead of snapping at that and just reacting and making the world worse, because that's what that does, right? Don't lie. Don't say, okay, yeah, yeah, you're not a moron. I'm not saying do that either. What I'm saying is respond to them with love. And what that means, love is truth, but in a kind way. And so if you're in that situation, you, you tell them the truth. You tell them what you think, but in a loving way. And use communication as something that is good. So you have the choice to communicate the truth in a way that makes them feel shit about themselves, makes them feel like a moron, and makes them double down into their potentially moronness. <laughs> That's a new word. Um, or you have the opportunity to elucidate some truth to them if that's so what you're able to do in a way that they might actually be open to seeing and by the way they probably aren't you know but that doesn't matter like you don't know as well what impact you're having like that could matter even if they bark back at you like a dog um they they might actually go away and think about that later and something might or something might click a year down the line you don't know but the point is you do your best and that means you haven't hurt your own soul you you what you're doing as well is you're becoming this machine that can take in people being angry and all this thing this is what jesus represents it can take fucking being hit and whatever but what you outpour is love it's fucking hard like i'm not i we all struggle with this we so I'm just saying what we must do, what we must do, what I must do, what you must do, is take in the shit and outpour love. That, and is that not the most beautifully meaningful journey you could ever have? Because it's so difficult, it's so hard, but it's so rewarding because you know that you're being the best you can be. And then, and then, on top of that, the best you can be is the best you can be. And you kind of think, well, it's not making a difference. Ah, oh, it doesn't matter because it. Well, it is, but don't be focused on that. Don't, let's not be focused on the results because we can't see everything. We don't fucking know the results for one and two. If you are the best you can be, it most certainly, absolutely has an impact. And if you live out with love and with passion and with sheer delight for life, that touches other people and that grows. You know laughter's contagious negative moods are contagious but love is contagious also so if you live to the best you can and if you forgive other people you're just willing to forgive um and that is a choice i'm not saying you feel that you choose to forgive people you choose despite your feelings and your anger inside or whatever you choose to either be silent if you cannot manage words of truth that aren't angry or bitter or ah an explosion, choose to be silent with love. Um, just choose love. <laughs> this is so funny because even me listening to this, 
oh, even maybe six months ago, I would have been like, fuck's sake, shop. Uh, so, but that's great. I'm so happy that I believe I'm, I'm learning and getting better. So, you know, there's a lot of embarrassing shit that's actually on my YouTube. For me, I feel really, really I'm like, oh, fucking hell, I'm such an arrogant arsehole. And, um, but that's, that's fine. That's good. I'm glad I'm growing. And, you know, we all just need to be glad that we're growing. It doesn't matter what we've done in the past in, in the sense that we all think it does. We need to let go of all of that and just find a new way to do it. And love is actually the fun answer and to be the example that you want to see so if you don't want things to be corrupt and and for people to lie and politicians to do this and take advantage of people then you be that example because you have so it's so important for you to be that example because other people will look to you and and go wow that person is genuine and that's the thing because authenticity David and I were speaking about this the other day, is there people know when you're being authentic. People know when you're someone, you know, to be trusted and all these sorts of things. Like, we have this sense, which is also kind of interesting because we don't, again, that's a bit like woo-woo, isn't it? You know, because it's not scientifically proven that that that's a sense but intuition is a very strong sense and we need to get that back we need to be thinking about intuition and stuff like that and you know i don't know it's all exciting because like i like science i love science but feeling is powerful our intuition and the way we feel i don't mean in a kind of like like victim mentality you hurt my feelings like that's not what i'm talking about i mean like your gut feeling like your gut feeling is actually something to be listened to when you're healthy you know when you are struggling with a mental illness it can be a bit trickier because you can kind of feel all sorts of things but you know when you're healthy listen to your gut or when you're praying or meditating or journaling if you if you practice these things that you become more self-reflective and practice critical thinking and on all these things then you can trust your intuition more because you're getting closer to the truth and if you try to honestly 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 separate what suits you in in the world here and now and separate that from the truth and get better at practicing that you you'll know and you'll be able to trust yourself and you'll be able to trust god and trust life and and not be so afraid because really the world is good and we have the power to make it that if we believe that you know, because right now we are, we're all so defeated by how terrible things are that then we end up, because we're going, oh, well, that person's such a fucking shite bag, so, and then you get angry, and then you end up being angry with someone else because you're kind of overwhelmed and stressed, and then the world actually gets worse because you believe the world is bad. So let's fucking believe the world is good. And, you know, people are actually good. Certainly not all people, and I don't mean that as like just, just some like ooh that sounds nice, but I mean there's so many incentives for people to be bad. Like you know we're encouraged to, like in this country for example, like the benefit system, you're encouraged to like have twenty children and not I mean children are great, but to like different dads and and then be an alcoholic and because you'll get financially rewarded or you're encouraged to lie 
in the healthcare system because then you'll actually get to see a doctor. You're, you know, you're encouraged in so many ways, like to even in renting and stuff like that. You're encouraged to be a shite bag because you win, and if you're honest in that, you lose. So, but people still are honest and good. So that should be encouraging to know that despite being rewarded to be bad, people are still good. You know, so that's that's fucking awesome. I feel like I've spoken for quite a long time, but there were a few other things I wanted to say. One was actually to do with uh, women, and I don't know, this is maybe just my own feeling on this, and I've spoken a little bit about feminism before and how I don't like it, um, which maybe is a bit general. And again, actually, that, that kind of fits into what I was saying earlier about you know, it's the loud fucking ones that ruin it for everyone, and so maybe that's what's happened with me there, is that, you know, you see these loud feminists shouting for all the shit they shout for about how they've got it so bad, when in fact they've actually got it. They are the most protected group. Um, You know, white women, they are the the most protected group. So I'm just putting that out there, but anyway. (laughs) Um, Anyway to be a bit more open-minded there's obviously bit parts of feminism that are good and we've progressed in ways that are good but maybe just too far currently so but anyway i'm not really fond of the, the general ideas playing out in feminism right now but but that's because it fits into this victim mentality which is shit it's just shit um so so that's kind of like why i think that but anyway what's the point in that yeah i think another reason that that women are so um, upset. Well, I don't know if that's the right word. Um, lost. Like everyone's upset and lost. By the way, this is just specifically like when I think about it from women's perspective and like what what's happening there. And and I believe it's because women are in the wrong place, as I've said before. <laughs> that's gonna sound bad to some people, but I mean that the deal better with on average home life and 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 raising children right which you can you can think what you want about that that's absolutely fine you know some women should work and and i think actually all women i'm not saying you shouldn't work i think women should fucking we should all work we should all have creative work that we do you know whatever that means uh okay so we should all have creative work but i think family wise um, it works well to have women with young children because they're great at that. They're so great at that, and they're so fulfilled with young children. You know what? What could be more important than raising not just your child, but the, that you're you're impacting the next generation? Because if you do a good job, you've just created the next fucking hero of the next generation. You know, it's such an important job. Which I think we the problem is is that we've tricked everyone into saying that that's not really that important a job, just fucking throw them in a nursery and, and that person there that's getting paid £6 an hour is really going to care and they're really allowed to install values in them that aren't just the values of today. That's not a good idea. That's kind of what I'm saying, is that there's not been like love poured into these kids, they're just getting pammed about and then learning the doctrine of today, which is well we all know what it is <laughs> okay and and it's not the same you know someone who's getting paid to work with kids is 
even if they're great at the job, it's not the same as a, as a mother or a family member who loves them and can put their own values into that child. Anyway, you think what you want about that, but, but what I'm saying is that we've lost the idea that that is a sacred job. And so I think then women feel like to be deemed worthy, they have to compete with men. Because the only thing that's fucking important in this, in this world is a career and being really great and successful and having power. That's that's the fucking way to be valued. And that's just fucking bullshit. Yes, it's valuable to, to create a great business that helps people. Um, but it's really valuable to be a great mother who raises wonderful children who feel loved and secure enough to explore and become a great person of tomorrow and become a hero and and we don't have that like we have children who who don't get enough attention because they're in these big groups of of childcare and, and and there's a million reasons to go into it but you know people don't feel loved people don't feel fucking loved that's why everyone goes to eating chocolate and drinking and taking drugs and millions of different other things it's all just to feel love isn't it and, and social media and likes i mean is it not more so obvious like that these social platforms are built on likes and views and how much did you how much love did you get i mean it all started with fucking bebo didn't it one love a day who's it gonna be you know and so we're all that's what we're striving for but love actually comes from all the things i've just been talking about oh it's so exciting but Okay, back to what I was actually saying there, is what I'm trying to say is that we've we've basically done... What we've done as a society, or the powerful shitebags, um, who want to just use people, have done, is made it so that career's the most important thing, which, by the way, isn't really what everyone's doing. Most people are working... <laughs> like just a shite job like most people don't have careers even though <laughs> I don't know if I've said this before but you know Subway their their job is called a Subway sandwich artist yeah a fucking artist when you're putting a fucking sandwich together that the per- the customer tells you I want fucking lettuce and tomato and tuna that is not a fucking art I don't even need to say that but Jesus Christ that's what I'm saying like we oh, that annoys me so much but that's a career that's not a fucking career that's oh, maybe it's a good job for someone but it's not a career anyway it's work and someone might love that right but it's very got to be a very small percentage of people that actually love that job i really don't think i'm being unfair to say that no one really loves that job um for over a year anyway anyway right i'm gonna be saying right but sandwich artist though so so we've been tricked into believing that career is the most important thing and that family is absolutely secondary and even in in the idea of like families don't live in the same village anymore really people follow their work and and that's the way people live you follow your education then you follow your work so basically you you your home doesn't really matter you just go wherever wherever the work takes you so that's the most important thing and and work's more important than your kids because everyone spends more time at work than with their children and you know that that's the way it's been set up and, and that's really hurt women because their most sacred role is 
in children and and feeding them with love and teaching them how to live and how to how to be good and and whatever comes with that role obviously it's a huge role but I think as well and this might just be me personally but recently I've been like I've always actually struggled with being a woman whatever that means but like I've never really felt connected to being a woman and I think some of the reasons for that although I don't know all of them are that one I am no I'm not sure but I think one of the reasons is because it seems in this consumer age that we're in that the things that were told to me that were girly were like clothes and makeup and being a princess and shoes and I was like ooh like quite fucking frankly that's not good like why would I want to be a woman if they only care about shoes and that is like definitely an idea that is I felt pushed I mean obviously it's true women do fucking just care I don't mean they just care about shoes but they care about shoes more than men and I just didn't connect with that and I found a lot of things that I was unable to connect with women and I think that's hurt me in a lot of ways because I've just kind of been like fuck fuck that and just well it disconnects you and so that's kind of weird because I'm a woman and so that can obviously cause problems I guess um but recently I've been feeling like oh it's just because we live in a time where women or have like they're actually not respected so in that, in that way and I don't mean in the way that people say that nowadays I mean in the sense that their their sacred role is not respected and I think their sacred role is in feeling and so there's there's logic and science and um the physical world and and boxes and boundaries and and stuff like that which is kind of like the the physical world and the man's sort of way of thinking and that's all beautiful like again these things should be perfectly balanced the the order and and logic beautiful necessary things logic is amazing right but it's only logic in the sense that it's still limited it can't it can't say everything about everything nothing can and so but we're missing feeling we're missing that intuitive mother feeling and that nurturing and I also think this is what I've been thinking recently is that the spiritual is linked to the feminine as well which I I think it probably is in historic things although I'm not 100% 100% sure of that but it is the, it's that openness and that feeling and, and because we don't have that in society wide scale, I know people obviously practice spirituality and stuff like that um, but most people's lives in, in secular Britain and the West women and men just go to work and they're the same, you know they're just the same there, there's not this like we're not highlighting our differences and celebrating them. We're saying, no, we're all the same. It needs to be fucking equal. And if it's not, then... And we're just comparing, like, women need to be... There needs to be the same amount of women in a fucking science place as men. Like, no! Because women don't want to do that as much as men. And, And we're getting that all fucking backwards, which we can talk about logically. But the reason that women are so upset with this, I think, is because 
they're not being praised separately for staying at home and looking after their child. They're not getting told that that is a fucking damn important job and it's equally as important as a man who goes and makes a business that helps the world. It's equally, if not more, important to raise the children with love and with care and and with all that comes in with that and and also to be a spiritual mother and so that means bringing into the the home and to the world the idea of the spirit and what what can be taught through feeling and intuition like i don't know i'm feeling like well, that's the women's role and that we've just sliced that off we've just said no the only world that exists is the fucking world that you can see in front of you and science is god now well no science is limited so and and science isn't science actually david and i were speaking about this yesterday it is a business and the only science that gets funded is the ones that come out and say things that align with the corporations like oh actually sugar is good for your body hooray like let's all get addicted to sugar like science isn't open and unbiased and so therefore is science dead hmm questionable now science is beautiful in its true nature of being an honest observer who is open and unbiased excellent um but we need to realize that one it isn't that when it's funded by corporations and two it is limited and there is another side which is feeling intuition and i think that's where women have been lost because that is their role and we don't have that role and so they're trying to compete with men and they can't because they're not as good as that and men can't compete with women on that because they're not as good as that but no one's actually that job just doesn't exist anymore the spiritual mother and let's bring it back let's fucking bring it back okay (laughs) i think that is all for today i enjoyed that run i hope you enjoyed it too i hope it made some sense and it wasn't too all over the place but you might be getting used to that by now Anyway, let me know in the comments if there's anything you were thinking, anything you enjoy, um, anything you'd enjoy, and anything you'd like me to discuss in the future, I guess. Why not? Pop that in there. And I hope you have a wonderful day. I hope you can choose love. Remember it's a choice, and remember it's a choice daily that we can all do, and we should all be working towards that. I'm working really hard on that at the moment, and I hope... I hope it comes across that I've changed if you have watched my old videos and that, you know, I feel like I'm on a mad journey. I feel like every day I'm really trying and struggling but to choose the light and to, to look at the good and and to just be connected with God and just to be fucking excited about life and, and to be in awe at the beautiful nature of the world and, you know, it's enjoyable so far so try it out (laughs) okay make good choices not bad excuses and just share the love share the love man